behind the wise words of Marky Mark Wahlberg, Women Are Talking. From the Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Today, your lady hosts are acting like they just got a new issue of Cosmo and are taking some quizzes. Joining me from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Hi, Hillary. The wise words of Marky Mark, huh? <laughs> you know, he is very wise. No. He's the voice of our generation. <laughs> no, God, please. <laughs> our generation needs to go. Um, from I renamed it from the Girl Scout Money Laundering Studios in Linwood, Washington. <laughs> it's Christy Wise. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> just Christy, kidding. I just... not. <laughs> Christy, how many cookie booths have you staffed oh, against Anne. your will now? Two. One, Jeremy came and saved the day, so that's good. Yay. Um, but I made the final deposit, and I am getting ready for my successor because I do not ever want to be the treasurer ever again after this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it really depends on who the, they call him cookie project manager is, and that was tough this year, I'll oh, say. Oh, gosh. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. So it's over, but I do have... A whole box of co- my cousin ordered cookies and then I was like hey it's time for drop off and she was like we don't eat sugar anymore <laughs> oh, God. Okay. so <laughs> do whatever you want with them so now I have another box I have let's see four cases of cookies oy, oy, oy. Yeah, yeah I have I still have I think I have five boxes of cookies um I need to do a donation. My mom bought some, but she wanted us to donate it to the women's shelter, which I just need to go, like, do it. I just haven't done it. And I think I might just be like, here's all of them. You can have them all. Because they're all the, you know, they're all the ones, like, the ones that people don't really want. They're still good, but, you know, it's the trefoils and all those. So I just can't get rid of them. I was Googling recipes to do with your leftover cookies, (laughs) and I found a trefoil. Trefoil, trefoil, um, cookie butter recipe that Ooh. I'm going to try. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That sounds mm-hmm. kind of good, actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'd probably just use them for a cheesecake base. Yeah, oh. that, like any kind of base that you use yeah, graham yeah, yeah. cracker, yeah. it would mm-hmm. be really good. Yeah. <gasps> or vanilla good. wafers or something. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Banana your, pudding. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Anne. Actually, Anne, I saw some some person I follow on Instagram was like, making something with like banana bread or something and like she was showing it and I was like that looks disgusting because obviously it was like an old (laughs) banana and I was like like she was just squirting it out of the (laughs) (laughs) banana sludge (laughs) so gross Mm, delicious um anyway um I did I say we're gonna do some small talks and medium talk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who knows? Man, who knows? Man, recommends and how you can get involved with the show. Um, okay, I'm going to put us into small talk. Um, okay, I this is very, very small, but today it just like really got to me. Okay, so the two politicians that I feel like are in the news, besides like stupid Trump or whatever, I really don't. I can't like put any like thought into him i don't really care about him whatever happens it is that scammer yeah whatever he's a fucking idiot um but the two politicians that have been coming up lately in my consumption of news have been one ron DeSantis, which like gross also um and two emmanuel macron and um you know i think that i have like 
arrested development or something because I know that I'm 44 years old. I'm well aware that I'm 44 years old. I was just talking about foot pain. I'm going to the doctor on Monday. (laughs) Like, I know I'm 44. But, like, in my head, I think I'm roughly 30 maybe. Like, that's kind of where I stopped. Like, I'm Uh I'm young. I understand Um, that. Yep. If you look up how old both Ron DeSantis and Emmanuel Macron are, it makes me very sad because I am not in the area of my life where I'm okay that somebody is like in charge of a government of several governments. Um, Ron DeSantis is uh, one month and two weeks older than I am. And Amanda Macron is like nine months older than I am. And I just feel really weird about it. I just feel weird about it. And I, I feel like when Bill Clinton one, our parents were like stoked. Well, I mean, if they didn't like him, they weren't stoked, but it was sort of like, mm-hmm. yes, like finally our generation is getting a chance to be in power. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready for power. I don't want us to be in power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not interested in this. I mean, especially with Ron DeSantis, I mean, anyone Macron is like, whatever, but um, Ron DeSantis, look at his face. How is he 44 years old? What happened? <laughs> I'm not sure that Ron DeSantis is the yardstick that you should be measuring yourself by in terms of life accomplishments and so forth. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why it like triggered me when I found out we were born in the same year. It really just. And you know what else bothers me about him? Besides like oh, everything just, about just him. One thing. Yeah. <laughs> because he did this. He had this thing the other day where he was like, I might be from Tampa, but I am also from Ohio and I am also from Pennsylvania. Like basically like I'm one of you, even though I'm, you know, regionally from Florida. Um, it's so stupid. And it, it's just like if you look at his and I know education does not equal like your worth as a person and who like if you're actually smart, but he like went to Yale he went to Harvard Law School he went to like the Naval Justice School like he has this amazing pedigree and he's such a fucking dumbass I just don't understand I don't know it it boggles my mind a little bit because he makes me yeah he makes me think of Ted Cruz without yes. this marminess yes <laughs> just yeah. the naked ambition there and just a terrible job of disguising it that's the yes. thing about ambition is that you have to hide it a little bit yeah and those two are just absolutely incapable of doing it. They're so not subtle. They're not subtle at all because you're like, I know you're smarter than this. Like, I know that you know better than this, but you've chosen the power angle instead. Yep. I mean, with Trump, I just think he's, I mean, he's obviously good at some things, meaning like manipulating people or whatever, but I don't think he's smart. And I think sometimes no. he can, he can talk himself into believing certain things. So he just like buys his own sack of shit. But, um, also, I'm just looking, and yeah, Ron DeSantis has a child named Mamie. That's just, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, that's my little uh, crisis. I'm a baby. I'm not ready for people to be in power. But also, I am sort of obsessed with hearing about the French protests, because I'm like, ah, oh, what it, would it be like to retire at 62 years old with, like, a pension? Right. And and the whole country rising up in arms when anybody talks about changing that to like 60 and medical. Right. And they take the month of August off every year. (laughs) Actually, my favorite when when the um, the girl with the, you know, whatever dragon tattoo, whichever pick your book when those were really popular and Dave and I were reading them. 
I remember they were like, we are, you know, investigating this case. It's very serious, but I'm taking these three weeks off and you cannot disturb me during this time. And we were like, this is such a Swedish book that like that would never happen in America. You're like, that's fine. The vacation is off. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, that's my crisis. Um, Anne, what's your house paranoia? Oh, no. Well, my ongoing paranoia, speaking of things that I feel not old enough to have to deal with. Is I'm back in the I'm back in the nobody ever told me I would have to deal with this stuff when I bought a house kind of mm. thing and I'm like mm. who's, who's going to take care of this for me now mm-hmm. but it's really a big nothing burger of a story except that you may recall that I have had ongoing issues with my main sewer drain backing up yeah into the utility room floor and it happened. A couple of times, and the last time it happened was last July, and the reason it was so freaky was, I don't know why it happened. Like, there was no identifiable reason why it could have happened, because it wasn't putting anything down there that I wasn't supposed to be putting down there, and all that stuff, and I got good toilets, you know, birthday toilets from last year (laughs) that had been installed, and it had only been three months since the last time it had overflowed, and so I... since that time, and if Meredith were here, she would back me up on this. The sewer paranoia has run rampant throughout my life. Yeah. Like every time I flush or every time I do a load of laundry or every time I run the dishwasher or whatever, I'm just like, did it back up now? Did it back up now? And like I go down at least two or three times a day. And look at the drain to see yeah. if it's backing up. And that's mm-hmm. after almost a year, you know, nine months, a full yeah. baby gestational period. <laughs> I'm still going down and checking to see if there's sewer water coming up out of my floor. And it hasn't. But uh, I think last Saturday I was doing laundry and I was walked in there and I went, what's that smell? What's that smell? That's... <laughs> no. That's that sewer smell. I know that smell. And I have made a promise to myself that I will never again talk myself out yes. of smells yes. since I had a gas leak for four days right. that right. I yeah. talked myself out of. <laughs> it's fine. It's nothing. Yeah. I'm sure it's not a gas leak, but could it be a gas leak? But Anne, don't be paranoid. It's not a gas leak. But what if it was a gas leak? It's not a gas leak. <laughs> so I decided not to play that game. And I called the sewer cleaner people and he came today. And it was really great and good news. There wasn't a backup. Everything seemed clear. Uh, the The water level in the trap is supposed to be like all the way up to the top. And it wasn't all the way up to the top. And he's like, huh. But it's not that big a deal. It's just that when there's that much air then sewer gas has a place to go. And he said that's probably what I was smelling, was just a little sewer gas that escaped. Mm. So not that big of a deal. But then, you know, he had the camera, and he was like, I'm just going to put the camera down. And and he's like, oh, there is some debris or something in there. I'm just going to vacuum that out. And he brought it out and showed it to me. And it's a – wait, I took a picture of it. I can put it in the – copy the link – can put it in the slack and you guys it's can like see. when you get a facial and they do an extraction and they're like do you want to see and you're like yes uh-huh. <laughs> okay i'm excited okay i think you have access i did it yes i did it they found that he found that what in, yep in 
my drain. It's about two inches long for people who can't see the picture of it. Neither he nor I have any idea what it is. And it looks like what it makes me think of is like a um like a tent anchor, you know, when you have to like yeah, yeah, anchor yeah. Yeah, the yeah, flaps yeah. of a yeah. tent or something, yeah. and you pound the and it has a little like hook yeah. on the top that like traps the uh tent part, except that it's threaded. It has screw threads yeah. two inches running up the the thing. So it's like a long screw but with a hook on the top. It sort of looks like it's broken off on maybe either end, but I can't, like, I can't. I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. Yep. It was just this thing. (laughs) And he, he said, you know, this is not that big of a deal, except it could have caused an obstruction if it had like slipped a different way, like oriented a different way. Or he said like if a hairball got caught on it or something. (laughs) I was like a hairball. Me? Surely you must be joking. I have none of those. (laughs) Oh, God. But um, that's a $195 uh, thingamajig right there that got taken out. But I told him this is great. My paranoia is completely abated. Ha ha ha. We'll see how this goes. You know, it was great that it wasn't like a packed with toilet paper or something. I was actually thinking about Meredith and I was like, oh God, do I have to do what Meredith did and like switch to uh, toilet paper and get a bidet? Because, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not enthusiastic about the idea of a bidet. I don't really, I understand how a bidet works what i don't Mm -hmm. understand is i don't like (laughs) i'm glad bobby's not on i don't like to feel wet all the time and i don't don't understand like then are you supposed to just blot it dry with a shit ton of toilet paper like i don't yeah how does how does this replace toilet paper because (laughs) so some people use toilet paper and some people have like a towel See, that is gross. Like, I don't want right. to... Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And then uh, if you ha- have a w- wipe, well, then what is the point of the bidet at all? I don't... I really don't understand. Like, I need to... I don't want anybody... You to need a test like, spin. <laughs> no. I like, guess. And, you know, you can you can do, I know, relatively inexpensive, like, bidet attachments, but the problem yeah. is it's cold water. Yeah. Unless you run it through some sort of heating element, and I'm not no, it ties in into your blasted to cold water. It it plums into your um the sink, your bathroom sink. So if you only have cold water in your bathroom sink, that's true. Oh, so they have to punch a hole in the wall then yeah. and run that back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not into that. I know somebody not explained- into any of that. <laughs> Somebody explain the why people are such big fans of bidets. Like I don't. There's so many people that say they love them, so I'm not like. Listen, I'm not yucking anybody's young. I just don't understand it. I just don't like feeling wet on my bottom. It, it's not like <laughs> I'm. Um, it's not like I'm crusty down there. I that I would need <laughs> something additional. <laughs> Yeah, it usually takes, I mean, I guess I would understand it with, like, the kids sometimes where worry will be like, my butt's itchy. And I'm like, go wipe some more because I know that you didn't wipe well enough. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it because I'm out of that market now. I'm done. 
um, but you need to go. But like as a previously stated, a 44 year old woman, I can wipe my own butt pretty well. And I think I get <laughs> almost everything most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> all, all I think about is, um, I don't remember. It must have been, I mean, five, six years ago on um, TBTL when Andrew and Luke just didn't understand why there would be a button that says like female, like why a woman would need one in the front and the back. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. Well, I have like, to say, though, like until um, I hope nobody, I don't think anybody in his family listens, but and for a long time, like when I would go to Dave's parents' house, I was like, Dave, the toilet paper at your parents' house is so bad. Like, it's one ply. It's like this angel, whatever. It's so, Mm -hmm. so terrible. And he was like, oh, yeah. And at one time, I just, like, went out and bought my own toilet paper because it was, like, I just needed to. I had to take care of it. And he was like, well, I mean, you know, it's just my my mom is the only woman. um, And, you know, we don't, like, use that much toilet paper. We just use it, you know, like, for pooping. And I was like, wait, (laughs) men don't use toilet paper for peeing and he was like no why would we and i was like i just thought you wiped the end of it i guess i don't know and he was like no, like you shake. blotted at least <laughs> well because that would make sense that would be sanitary you're talking yeah, about you just, men here you blotted on the inside of your underwear <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i guess that's they use the underwear as the absorbent part of it yep <laughs> So I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that makes a little bit more sense, though. I, so, yeah, it took me until I was probably 30 to figure yeah. out that just, men just don't really... Just shake it around, things. guys. <laughs> Fling that pee off. Oh, I mean, in every which way. I have a story that's kind of like ants that I didn't add to Okay, go. Can I talk okay. about it? Okay, no, so you can't. I, my paranoia also got us into a house thing. Um, oh, boy. One t- <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> one time, Jeremy was on a road trip, and, like, for some reason, I got convinced. It was probably because one of our neighbors it happened to. I was convinced that someone was going to steal the catalytic converter of his Prius because, like, they search for Priuses because, for some reason, I don't really understand what they do with it or whatever. So I'm like, I, this car cannot be on the street. It has to be. And then I didn't under, <laughs> I should probably not say this part cause I'm dumb. <laughs> I didn't understand where the Cavalier converter <laughs> actually is since I don't Why? know what it does. And so I'm like, okay, I have to, and what I'm going to do is put that part of the car, which I convinced myself was the back end of the car. So the, the back end of the car closest to the garage, closest to the house. And so I was doing it. And, um, I got a little too close. I just like tapped, tapped the door a little bit, (laughs) just a little tiny dent. And I was like, Oh, that sucks. But like, it worked fine. Well, over time, that little dent has started to wear down. And now the garage door doesn't even like open all the way. Oh no. We can open it, but it like falls off the track. And, and, um, one of the springs broke, like all of this stuff from a little tap because I was paranoid about the <laughs> that I don't even know what it is. <laughs> That's the best part. You're like, I think it's this one. I think it's in the, in, I think it's in the back of the car. What? Christy, you are correct. It is? As I Googled Prius catalytic converter location, it's right. It's underneath near the exhaust is no, the catalytic I knew that. converter. See? I'm yeah. Smart. You're smart, not dumb. You're brilliant. 
So now we have to get a whole new garage door and maybe opener and like the whole thing. And those are expensive and I don't want to, that's, you know, that's not a fun house thing. We're we're getting new carpet in April. Um, finally from the flood. Oh, wow. Like in 2020. Um, so we're finally getting that and I'm excited because I can see it and I'll enjoy it. But a garage door. I know. It's not cool. I mean, I guess you could like, is your garage front facing? Like, is it right face out to the street? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, sometimes you can get like a cute or looking one, but yeah, no, it's not that much fun. Well, I mean, the thing is that that is Jeremy's office and his yeah, right. playroom. <laughs> so <laughs> he spends a lot of time, probably more than in our bedroom. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'll be fun for him, I guess. Ugh. <laughs> Well, I'm over here. I'm learning about Prius catalytic converters. (laughs) Due to the higher quantity of precious metals used in hybrid vehicles, the catalytic converter stolen from one can fetch up to $1,400. At the same time, a stolen standard catalytic converter gets around $300. Oh, wow. So I, I am now understanding why it's a target. Yeah. And it's also like, something about whatever that part does in the car, it gets less dirty, I guess, than a standard one. Oh. Hmm. Well, I guess that makes more sense because it's there's less combustion, less fossil fuel. Yeah. yeah. You can oh, buy yeah. a lock. Yeah. You can buy a lock for it, which is just like they charge you five hundred dollars and it's a piece of metal that you put over it. Mm-hmm. So Maybe I should do that. It would have been a lot cheaper. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Being an adult is a scam. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It is. Somebody do something for me. Uh, <laughs> that's all I want. Yeah, why do I got to do all this myself? Stupid. And I don't want to tell anybody. I want somebody to just do. This is my thing. I want somebody to like do stuff for me without exactly how (laughs) exactly how I want it to be done but like without me telling them exactly Mm -hmm. how I want it to be done I just want them to just do it is that so hard do it I think it's reasonable you just come home one day and it's done yeah whatever it is whatever comes (laughs) to my mind (laughs) all right should we get on oh wait we need to go to the mailbag yeah we do need to go to the mailbag let's start with a voice memo from our dear friend ann minor who has a story about um cutting edge technology called (laughs) the clapper hey guys it's ann minor i am calling with a clapper adjacent story our scene is set in September of 1986, I have just moved into the dormitories at Michigan State University. I live in one of the older dorms, so the rooms are tiny. My room was 8 by 12, and it was a double. And I lived across the hall from a bright, imaginative, funny, kind, wonderful person named Heidi. Heidi was also a chaos muppet. Her room was continually piles of laundry, stacks of books, miscellaneous deritus. It was it was just a classic disaster. Now, she also had a roommate who was the most chill person I have ever encountered in my life because Heidi had millions of great qualities, but holy cow, it was just a disaster in there. Now, if 
you're the sort of person who functions pretty well in those kinds of conditions, you are also maybe not the kind of person who is really great at keeping track of your keys. And so she put a clapper on the keys, which was a great, great strategy. The only problem was she could not clap in such a way that the clapper could recognize the clap. Now I, across the the hall from her, had gone through a childhood where I took piano lessons for 10 years with a teacher who was very committed to exposing her students to as much cultural enrichment as she could ferry us to. We went to concerts we, whenever that was available, um, and which was not that often because we were in the middle of Nebraska, and Nebraska only had a million and a half people at the time, but she did her best. And one of the things she taught us was to applaud well. <laughs> so without an, an, an incredible amount of effort, I can clap pretty loudly. And so I was the designated clapper. Whenever Heidi lost her keys, she had, you know, they were attached to the clapper, but she couldn't make the clapper recognize her. So she would come across the hall to get me. So it was it was a multi-layered approach to key management, and it still makes me smile every time I think of it. That's all. Wandering story, not important. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah, so I have some questions about this. Yes. Who <laughs> is so deficient in their clapping ability that they can't activate a clapper? That is bizarre to me. Uh, Heidi... What's going on? Why can't you clap? <laughs> Why can't you clap, Heidi? <laughs> is it the pattern? Like, I do mean, you have to clap in a certain pattern to get it to work? I've never had one, so I don't know. I haven't I either. mean, I think it's just the two claps, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, maybe, it, it, I mean... I, I have a vague memory. I've never seen a clapper in use, but I have a vague memory of, like... The precursor to like the tiles or whatever, the things you can stick to your keys and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like you would attach something to it and you could like whistle like to your keys and they would like Mm -hmm. or clap or whatever. I have a vague, it wasn't a clapper, but it was like a, like, and if you didn't do it right, sometimes it wouldn't quite find it. But still clapping is pretty fundamental. Well, and if you think if you video people. (laughs) <laughs> don't know how to do it on rhythm and so maybe <laughs> I just look look we've all seen the clapper commercial and yes. there is in the clapper commercial there's an old lady lying in bed who claps to turn the light off mm-hmm. and that lady's hands are very flappy <laughs> and so <laughs> if she can do it I think a young woman can do it I feel like this is what do they call it like learned um Oh, learned um, willful helplessness. Learned yes, hel- yes. Helplessness. L- like most men mm-hmm. have. It's like, I don't know how to do it. Uh, you do it better uh, than but, uh, I but, do. But uh, I don't know 
how to do it. <laughs> Nobody taught me how to change a diaper, so you should probably just yeah. do it. Oh, oh Women are. I know I would how. do it wrong if I tried to do it. Fuck off. <laughs> do you know how many times Fuck off. when... Because I hated changing diapers, not because of like poopiness like I don't really care about that but I I hate backtracking so much and that was like it like triggered my I was like we have to do this again like I hate doing this um just so stop it, feeding them that'll solve <laughs> no, the problem yeah, works um so Dave did a lot of the um changing of the diapers and every fucking boomer woman was like he's such a good dad and I'm like listen I know like I the feel, bar is so low it's on the ground I feel bad for them because they like weren't allowed to basically ask their husbands to change diapers so like that sucks but I'm like this does not make him a good dad this makes him like right. a competent enough dad he's like helping I carried this child he should do this anyway yay feminism. I mean my mom did cloth diapers oh lord my god Wow. And I remember dunking poop into the toilet oh. when I was 11 oh. years old, you oh. know, emptying the cloth diaper. My dad didn't do that shit. No. I know. That's Literally. crazy. You are the young, like, chi- you're the child. And it's like, well, she's the other lady in the house. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to do it. It's demeaning for a man. I remember we had a receptionist at our office for like a little bit that was a man. And I think it took the men in my office like a long time to be like, he's not gay. And I'm like, it, Jesus. Like, I know. It's like, whatever. A man can answer phones. It's and like restock paper. It's okay. Like they can do that <laughs> thing. And like a heterosexual man. Right. Oh, it's a, wow. It's it's not that he can't. It's just that it's so beneath him, you oh, know. Oh, God. He has more to act as some sort of do. administrative assistant. <laughs> oh, my Lord. How demeaning. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right. And All right. <laughs> Heidi. Thank, thank you for that uh, voice memo. <laughs> that, was, that sparked a good conversation. <laughs> but yes, uh, let's did. go. <laughs> And look at our Facebook answers to last week's question of the week, which, of course, was the most what is the most important thing that helps you sleep, which I don't need Um, (laughs) not to brag. But a lot of you do. Jennifer said melatonin, traditional. And Louise said sleeping in an apartment alone where my husband, kids and dog can't wake me up. Yeah, well, you chose a life that did not allow for that, unfortunately. You want to come over here, Anne Louise? I have a spare bedroom. (laughs) Uh, Taylor says, cold temperatures and CBD oil. Christy, do you do CBD oil? Um, No, for like pain. I wouldn't, I don't know about taking it for, um, I would, I would try it. I'll try anything at this point. I just feel like you're the first person that I knew that was... Mm -hmm using cbd now you know it's everywhere uh lane says bluetooth sleep headphones to help me black out noise to fall asleep as well as go back to sleep in the middle of the night also 100 percent necessary are my dog's dental treats because nobody can go to sleep until he's had his bedtime snack <laughs> oh those assholes well, we were on the jambo the other night, and <laughs> Meredith's cats were ready for their bedtime treat. <laughs> and they let us know. They're like, I'm ready. Like, wow. <laughs> uh, Rosemary says trazodone. Uh, I did not tell you pronounce it. I don't know. I did Google it because I was like, what is this trazodone? I, t- I, I took it for a while. 
Yeah. Does it just like conk you out? It did me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Brandon has an an alternative uh, method. He says, the office. If ever I can't sleep, I put it on in the background and I'm out. Um, I can see. Like, I, you know, I, I, I can sleep with TV and I can see that there being like a comfort television show where it's just like, I don't necessarily need to watch this. I kind of just need the background noise. Yeah. Or especially if it's something that you establish that relationship with. Yes. The office leads to sleep. I mean, yeah. that kind of brain stuff is real, right? That brain stuff. Yeah. Um, Catherine says there's a sleep meditation that starts with a note about helping you sleep anywhere, even on a bus. This makes me think about the absolute hell that is trying to sleep on a bus. And I am flooded with the gratitude oxytocin that I'm in a soft bed and fall asleep immediately. Wow. That's great. That's really yeah. cool. Um, falling asleep on public transit is the worst. And I know, Christy, you're very good at that. Oh, but I, I miss those those naps. Those bus days. Bus yeah. naps. <laughs> I just don't like the thought of being so vulnerable in public. Mm. Yeah. Because you never know what that weird guy that talks to himself or whatever is going to do. Yeah. I did it. Um, I think I only fell asleep really hard once and I did miss my train stop and that. And it was like one of those where like in San Francisco, the train stops are like boop, 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 boop. Like they're close, you know, five mm-hmm. minutes apart, or not even like two minutes apart. And this is when you're out sort of in the hinterlands and it, they're like 15 minutes apart. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to get back. <laughs> it's going to take mm-hmm. me 30 minutes to get home. <laughs> Sucks. Get off. Go over the bridge. Yeah. Of the tracks. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Tierra says earplugs fan and a podcast of someone using a reading voice like lore. Hmm. That's good. Well, I mean, I, I, I can't sleep to voices because no, I want to hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one night that I like, again, I have these random nights where I just like can't fall asleep and it, you know, I never know when it's going to be because it's not really tied to anything. It's not stress. It just is whatever. This was years ago. And I, could not sleep. I could not sleep. And I was really panicking. That's the thing that I have to not do is like panic about not sleeping. I just have to like go with it and be like, all right, whatever happens, happens. It is what it is. Um, but I tried to download one of the, or I did download one of those like podcasts that are supposed to help you sleep or whatever. And it absolutely did not. I was like more mm-hmm. annoyed by the voice because I was like, I can tell you want me to go to sleep and I am not going to sleep. <laughs> like I was like rebelling against this guy. <laughs> That's where you just have to put on golf. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You Um, know, I think we should all just have five hours or something. Yeah, yeah, like golf tournament commentary (laughs) on YouTube. I'm sure it is. If you if you could figure out a way to stop it from playing ads every once in a while, you'd be set. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Uh, Amy says, I have four weighted blankets times two weighted sleep mask fan and a special sound mix. Seems like Amy kind of wants to get crushed into sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Smush her down. Christy, do you have a weighted blanket? I do. Is it like really heavy? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Like they come in different. I think mine's 15 or 20 pounds. Okay. It really helps when I'm like having anxiety, like to the point where I know I'm going to like have an anxiety attack. It is really helpful. I don't know. I couldn't. I have to be like, we have a window open and a fan year round, like no matter what the temperature is. And then I have blankets, but I I couldn't sleep with 
with it on me. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Keith has another vote for Trazodone. Anne says, if the bed isn't made, it usually is. I have to make it before I get in. I'm with you. I'm getting more and more like that. Uh, I, um, on Sunday, everybody in my family this weekend kind of got like, I thought we were sick. I truly was like, we definitely got COVID at Great Wolf Lodge. But we didn't. Like, I took tests. You got something. But I think it was allergies, honestly, because we just were all like snarfly and stuff. But nobody had a fever. We were just kind of like stuffy. Um, and, um, I, so I just declared Sunday was going to be a bed day for me. Cause it really, like, I was just feeling run down. I was just tired and whatever. I just wanted to like do nothing. And so I was in bed. And then when I like, I got, I finally got up, I took a walk, made dinner, did all this stuff. And then I came back and I was so disgusted that my bed was unmade. I was like, why did I, <laughs> why did I leave it like this? It makes me feel bad. And on Monday, the housekeeper comes on Monday and she, which is really nice. She changes the sheet, which sheets, which makes me very happy. But so we leave the bed unmade and I hate leaving the room with the bed. I'm like, I feel like a slob. Like I am like a meth addict and I don't care about my life. I don't know why I like go so deep down. So I feel bad about myself because I didn't make the bed. It feels gross. Mm-hmm. I always make the bed at a hotel. Oh, wow. Like, as as close as I possibly can get it to pristine. And in fact, I had to actually force myself to leave it unmade on the last because, you know, I don't do room service anymore. I don't I don't really want anybody in with my stuff. Yeah. yeah. So just once I leave and they can come in and clean, that's fine. But like I had to leave it unmade because I was like, is there a chance that they will just think that this bed has been unused? Oh, and so yeah. they won't, won't change the sheets. Yeah. Like yeah. I was getting that far <laughs> down. down the rabbit hole with <laughs> bed making. Yeah, I'll try to like straighten up a little bit just so they don't think that I'm like a nightmare. But yeah. I don't like oh yeah, I leave the bed made, but you better believe it's all like nicely folded <laughs> yes. down and <laughs> I arranged it. Yes, like I don't just leave the twelve extra pillows that all hotel beds come with. Like yes. I don't leave them on the floor; I stack them no. up on the bed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want them to think that I'm a good hotel stayer, <laughs> Hillary. Do you understand? I, I understand. I'm the best hotel stayer. Damn yep. It. Did I get an A on my hotel? <laughs> exactly. Stayer? Exactly. Will you give me five stars? Oh my God, we're so bad. I know it's so dumb. <laughs> just, this is yeah, psychotic. Okay, anyway, continuing on, Laura says, cold, dark room and some kind of fan noise usually help. Christy, that sounds like mm-hmm. your deal there. Uh, Scott is very specific. He says, only one pillow, firm mattress, mouth guard. I sleep flat on my back. About once every two months, I get insomnia. And then whiskey usually works. <laughs> As is Scott, congratulations on your young back, I guess. Right? God. Because mine sure can't handle flat. No. no. Well, mm-hmm. and I have really, like, my back, it, um, not to, like, call myself out, but by, I have, you know, a larger derriere, and my back, like, doesn't go flat on the bed if I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Like, because my butt is so big <laughs> that it, like, I my, ar- yeah. my back arches. So, like, it's not, it's so not comfortable for me, so. Yeah, I would know. need a pillow underneath. And, yes. Every oh, time yeah. I get, uh, like, a foot massage, you know, one of those, like, maybe sort of slightly shady places Mm -hmm. um, that I love so much. I'm always like, can I get a pillow? Cause they want me like my feet are in 
like water at first and then they raise it. But it just is so uncomfortable me to be flat on my back. No, thank you. Well, I guess you have to get a mad butt like Scott's. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm not <laughs> impugning your butt, Scott. I'm impugning mine. <laughs> uh, Kalina says, common theme, cold room, forensic files, orthopedic <laughs> pillow, and my Vornado fan on full blast for the noise. Congratulations yep. on your 78th birthday, Kalina. <laughs> <laughs> your forensic files and your orthopedic pillow. Now, a People of all ages can love forensic <laughs> files. I mean, I think Bridget was watching NCIS earlier today, so listen, I, I don't. That's do true. Anymore. That's yeah. true. She really needs to get together with Bobby. I, I know. Make a fan club. <laughs> uh, Emily says melatonin and magnesium thermostat set super cold. You guys must save yep. so much money. On I your put it on bills. fifty. Like when well, we go so, to bed, it's holy fifty. Shit. Uh, <laughs> or just so, turn it off, actually. But for it, actually, you're thinking about it in the Minnesotan slash Seattlean way. Um, Emily it lives in Dallas, so keeping her thermostat super cold is more expensive in the summer. Yeah, yeah oh, it's like yeah, true, yeah, because like true, true, for true. me, for the most part, to set it super cold or to keep it super is with the exception of like three weeks of the year. That means I'm paying money to keep, like my air mm-hmm. conditioning is almost always running. And at Except night, for when I come to town, I know, of course, of course, it's like, oh, it's July. We'd like to break. Um, Bridget, the other night when I was putting her to bed, she was like, "It was really hot last night. Can you set the air conditioning colder?" And I'm like, "Bitch, it was like 71. Like it was, and it was also like 60 degrees outside. So I had to crank it down so low to get it going." Oh, that diva. God, I, I think if I tried hard enough, I could get it down to about 35 here. Oh, <laughs> wow. You really well. want it to? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well, even when we turn it on, like the hottest we ever get it is 65. And that's like, it's freezing outside. And we'll do, go to 65. I can't. I can't. I just want to be warmer than that. My feet are cold, man. That's the thing that I always wonder about is the feet. Like how, like, how many layers of... I think I've asked you this before, but how many layers of socks do you wear? Like the thickness of them? Just one regular. Yeah, just one. And just like blankies and stuff when you're hanging mm-hmm. around? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know, I have an electric blanket. But sometimes my feet are so cold that I do get up and go and run hot water in the bathtub. Like a couple of inches of hot water oh, and just stand there for that's a while. Smart. My feet oh, warm that's up. actually a good idea. Yeah. I, I have kind to of- warm them from the inside. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> they can emanate the heat. Do they burn when you first get in there? Sometimes when my feet yes. or my hands are super Very. cold, you're like, ah, but then it feels good. Yep. You can't gauge how hot the water really is because it feels so burny. Yes. You're like, it stings, but it's going to feel good uh-huh. in a second. Yeah. Yep. I know. Uh, let's see. Amanda says, I fall asleep listening to TVTL during the week, wait, wait on Saturdays and Tishi on Sunday nights. I That's love so that. Normal. Dude, Amanda. <laughs> I know. I That's love nice. that. I know. I love it. Uh, Ellen says, I have a breathing method slash meditation thing to do when I can't sleep. And it usually works. Basically, box breathing or just counting my breaths. And that becomes all I can think about. But usually I can't sleep because I keep thinking about dumb other things. <laughs> oh, you can't turn yeah. your brain off. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Bet says, the Simpsons, melatonin, my cooling pillow, and my king size bed. Also Wait, comfy blankets. Cooling pillow? I have never heard of this. Googling Ooh. now. I need it. <laughs> need <Yeah>. cold head <laughs> to fall asleep. Well, those are all good suggestions for people 
who have sleep troubles. And I, uh, as I said, I don't usually suffer from that, but I really feel for people that do. That's why I will never, except that one time that I just did, lord my good sleeping habits <laughs> over other people because I know how awful it is when you're so tired and you can't sleep. And then you get to that point where you're just like, I guess this is my life now. And that's just like, mm -hmm. oh, that's, it's so, it's really bad for your mental and physical health. Um, yeah. So do what you I can. Mean, I mean, the closest that I've ever really come to it was back in my full-time retail days at Christmas when you were working 800 bazillion hours and I would yeah. get one day off a week. Oh. And I remember one year I got sick on that one day off, like really queasy pukey. Yeah. And I, I got to get that sleep. Like you're so exhausted from working so many hours and I just couldn't sleep because I felt so barfy. And I was like, I got to sleep. I got to sleep. I got to sleep. Mm -hmm. And finally I was like, well, we're gonna have to make this happen. And I just went to the bathroom and I stuck my finger down my throat. Yeah. Made yeah. it happen oh. so that I could go to sleep. But that mm -hmm. sort of panic of the, I got to sleep. I got to sleep. Well, there, there's nothing that will make you stay up more than thinking, I got to sleep. I got to sleep. I got to sleep. Because mm -hmm. your heart starts racing and you're just like, yeah, freaked out by it. Ugh. This is going to be a disaster. Yep. Exactly. Well, okay. I guess that's why we're supposed to spend a third of our life asleep, right? Because <laughs> it turns out it's really important for us. Yes. Well, let's move on to some medium talk. We weren't in the mood for a challenging topic tonight. <laughs> no. So we decided that we'd like to test ourselves. We like a dumb quiz here yes. on this podcast. Yes. Uh, we did not do any BuzzFeed quizzes. No. Uh, do you think that these quizzes from Queendom were more or less dumb than Christy? You can't answer because you haven't taken. I only them took all yet. one because yeah. you, you're going to be our guinea pig. So far, I say better. This. I think I agree. Uh, yeah, because it's not like look at these five random pictures and then mm -hmm. we'll tell you which Harry Potter character right. you are. <laughs> right? At least yes. there's an effort on the part of these questions to sort of have something to do. Yes. With they're very the simplistic. The they're like simplistic, mm -hmm. but they're, but yes, it's not trying to be like ironic or like, aren't we weird? <laughs> you know, yeah. It's yeah. Like straightforward. I felt that a lot of the, the answers, whatever they were like, you know, it's multiple choice. So there's five things that you can pick from every, for every question. And I'm like, but none of these are applicable yeah. to me. Yep. Um, but you know, what are you going to get from queendom.com? And, and the banner the banner says scientifically developed and validated tests and yes. quizzes. I mean, a, a, a 10-question multiple-choice quiz is the gold standard of scientific <laughs> development. So I think we're in good hands here. Yep. So queendom.com. Maybe we should have looked into more about what this whole website is about. Probably nothing. Uh, is a site for um, just different tests, quizzes, and polls. It's a, oh, there's life tips and blog. There's a therapist couch. And there's <laughs> tests for business, which I really don't like. Should no. not be making business decisions based on any of this stuff. <laughs> no. Um, but we actually went through and looked at all the lists of quizzes and picked one each. Meredith was originally going to join us, but she is tuckered out. She is, she is Benadryled to the hilt yep. right now. So she asked mm -hmm. if it would be okay if she, uh, 
took a rain check, I guess. But she <laughs> did pick a, a quiz, so we are going to do her quiz. But um, there are lots of these are. Oh, by by the way, these are just for fun quizzes is the category. But then there are different groups. You can do career and money, family and friends, appearance, which we all stayed away from. <laughs> I yeah. noticed personality, yes. behavior, romance slash sexuality. And teen girls. <laughs> and um, we each picked a quiz that spoke to us. And we're, we're going to see how this goes for us. So let's start in it's no particular order, just the order that I wrote them down is that I picked the competitive test because I am well known to be a raging psycho when it comes to competition. <laughs> In an, in an unhealthy way, in a way that Mike and I, our dearly departed Mike Frizzell and I, were very similar in that we are good losers and good winners. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> we are terrible losers and terrible winners. <laughs> we're so competitive. So I said, all right, let's actually measure this. So I think we're going to go through and... Um, Christy is having not taken it is going to be our guinea pig for this. Yes. So let's go. And the okay. competitive test, it says, are you a fierce competitor who settles for nothing less than first place? Do you hate to lose? Find out how much fight you have in you with this test. <laughs> let's get started. Great. Should I read them? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. This is my biggest fear. Okay. Um, you stopped at a red light. Next to another car, the light turns green. Do you floor it and try to beat the other car off the line? Sometimes. See, it needs to be a yes, no, and sometimes. So I'm going to yeah. go with has, yes. has this has person been an asshole to me? Yes, exactly. Up to the red light? Am I it's trying to be cool in the car for kids? Yes. Am I trying to beat them to the turn lane over there? Yes. And I need to get over. Oh, am am yeah. I in the right lane and I want to be in the left lane? <laughs> exactly. So I'm saying yes. Okay. I said no. Do you feel the need to try and one up your siblings in front of your parents? No. <laughs> I think I might have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a different dynamic going yes. on there. <laughs> have you ever dated someone you you knew your friend was interested in just to prove you were more desirable? No. 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 I mean, see, that's not competitiveness. That's yeah. assholery. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a difference. See, you're destroying your partner in a game of Scrabble. TM, what do you do? Um, tell them that you're feeling tired and end the game before it gets ugly. Start spelling easier words to give them a chance. Please. No. Spill up jugular because that's what you're going after. Um, I have never clicked on an option faster <laughs> than if you have access to the word jugular, you better fucking use the word jugular. I mean, right. if it's like, right. None of these are what I would do. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I would say spell it out. Spell out jugular. Is that too many letters for Scrabble? No, I just counted. Okay. <laughs> I had the same thought. You nerds. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend invites you to one of his or her boot camp workouts after half an hour you're physically drained and there's still a half hour to go what do you do bail and wait for the friend outside slow down my pace so i have enough energy to finish hide the fatigue 
finish the cloth, deal with the pain. Oh, slow down my pace. Oh, see, I would like to think I'm that person, but I honestly know that I push myself harder and then deal with the pain later. That's why that, that's a girl's edge for me. <laughs> you and your best friend are up for the same job. Do you sabotage his or her chance? What? See, that's like <laughs> right. I, I think that's so weird because I'm like, that's not competitive. Like, and like you this said, is it's shitty like, you're, behavior. You're, you're it's assholery. Yeah. 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 This is like sabotaging my friend. (laughs) No. I'm just going to do a better job at it than if that's sabotage be being the best at the job then I guess. But But starting a rumor like you can do other things. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I mean, God, you can push him down an elevator shaft if that's really the way you want to go. Resume like so many things, but not start a rumor. I mean, because you can't guarantee if that will happen. If Chrissy's going to sabotage someone, she's going to make sure it's a method that works. Exactly. <laughs> um, have you ever made it your mission to have the best looking date at a party or wedding? No. 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 Because I'm spending all my time trying to figure out how to get out of going to it exactly. in the first place. So exactly. this is why this is why I'm this is how I'm competitive because it's not about my date. I read it as, have you ever made it your mission to be the best looking at a party? And I'm like, well, yes, of course. They have absolutely tried to do that. I don't give a shit about my date. Nobody's looking at my date. Mm-hmm. I want people to look at me. That's who I want them to look at. <laughs> but a date I don't care about. Yeah, I would say it's m- mine would be to have the most interesting conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I don't care like, about what people look like. Delightful. I just don't want to smell like I'm fine with whatever. Is there one person in your life that you need to beat at everything? Hmm. I mean, optimally I'd like to beat everybody at everything. So is there one person? No. Oh, is that how you, you like to get like pretty liberal? Like you didn't answer this. Yes. No, I answered it. No, because there isn't one person. Like I don't have a rival. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have like there, There isn't somebody that it's so important to me to beat that one person. There is someone that when we played Secret Hitler at work, it was my mission to get him murdered every time, <laughs> even if he was on my team. So I'm going to say yes on that one. <laughs> Changed my mind. Statements taken out of context. <laughs> um, let's see. Do you turn everything into a contest? No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Will you be upset if you don't score well on this test? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Score my test. 35. That's pretty good. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Um, You're generally okay with that. What did you guys get? I got 40, but I got the same paragraph. Oh, um, I got 45 and I got the same paragraph. Mm. I I think, and you were taking it a little too, like, it's not one. Like, I think you could have picked in general. That yeah. Everybody. You want to beat everybody. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just have so many problems with so many of the questions mm. that, that weren't demonstrating, but competitiveness but being a terrible person like, yeah i'm not yeah. trying to hurt yeah, anybody yeah. yes yeah we i'm just trying to be the best <laughs> yeah that's all <laughs> for god's sakes 
Um, okay, so Meredith chose the sibling rivalry <laughs> test, which tells you a lot about Meredith, which <laughs> is in the family and friends category. I feel like we all like nailed our personalities pretty well. <laughs> I know, we, we, really, we really did. Um, so this intro says, a little good-natured sibling rivalry isn't a problem per se. It can push you to try harder and aim higher. However, even though blood may be thicker than water, too much competitiveness can cause conflicts, rifts, and lifelong grudges. Is your sibling rivalry unhealthy? Find out with this test. All right, right, let's get started. I'm a little bit nervous about this one, if I'm honest. Let's see. Uh, Do you ever get upset with your parents for lavishing too much time, attention, or money on your sibling? Okay, so I have a question about this. Do I ever, meaning have I ever in the past? Yeah. The answer's all the time. If it's today, never. Well, sometimes. Okay, I'm going to say all the time because it's... Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, guys, my mom listens to this podcast, so, <laughs> so you can't be honest. <laughs> um, I, sometimes, yes, sometimes. Yeah. Historically, my parents have paid more attention to my brothers than they have paid to me. Sorry, mom, but maybe that's well, not the intent, but that's kind of how it plays out. So sometimes... Like, I'm like, but what about me? <laughs> what about the land? Um, I, um, uh, I, Anne's mom, don't feel bad because Bridget said that I loved Rory more than I loved her. Or t- I, he's my favorite. And I was like, no, he's not. And she was like, he Well, you is. do call him your angel, <laughs> baby. baby. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> last night I was like, giving, I was like, tucking him in and saying goodnight. Excuse me. And I, I like cupped his, his, face in my hand I was like giving him kisses on his cheek and stuff and he was like mommy your hands are cold and I was like well that wasn't the response that I want I wanted him to be like I love you so much <laughs> no he didn't okay so all right next I feel like Hillary yours I'm is like never, no. but all of your siblings are always <laughs> no, exactly. um your sibling asked your permission to use your wedding celebration as an opportunity to propose his or her significant other in front of everyone would you allow it i mean sure it's just a weird thing to do no absolutely not and not because i am not going to be outshone on my special day <laughs> just because it's super inappropriate i mean i i said maybe as long as it's done at the right moment without too yeah. much hype because i don't care that much but i also i'm like i'm a little bit judging you because i think that's I just, weird yeah i don't see how it's possible to it's, it's, use your wedding celebration as an opportunity to propose to his her significant other in front of everyone i don't understand how it can be done without too much hype i mean the whole yes. point is to make it a spectacle because you yeah. want it at a big occasion where there's going to be a lot of people to see it so i just don't understand how that works I'm going to change mine to maybe because it's a weird thing to do. I'd just be like, you're fucking weird. Why? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I feel confident that, I mean, both my brothers are now married, so it's probably not something I'm going to have to deal with, but I'm pretty confident that neither one of them would do that. No, no, no. Your parents are upset for making what they consider a stupid decision. 
After lecturing you for half an hour, they end the tirade by chastising you for not being more like your sibling. Little do they know that your oh-so-innocent sibling has a dirty little secret that that would shift the wrath towards his or him or her instantly. Um, would you snitch on your sibling? Oh, man. I, I had to think real hard about this one. Mm-hmm. I... Um, I really was like the, probably I would use it as leverage in order to get my mm-hmm. sibling and to fight in my corner. Cause I'm like, I don't really want to, I just want to have more people on my side. But yeah. Also, I think the parents are bad parents. They shouldn't be saying yeah, that. Yelling at you mm-hmm. for half an hour. Okay. I'm going to say probably <laughs> to get them in my corner. Yes. Like it needs to be us versus them. Yes, always. exactly. Exactly. Yeah yelling at you for half an hour that sounds like my dad only it would be repetitive lecturing oh, yeah and i'm like same thing. oh my god you made your point it. six times yeah. <laughs> um, your younger brother or sister gets into a prestigious college you had tried for it. unfortunately sure. you were stuck going to your safety school would this bother you yes um, yeah it's hard because I only applied for one school and I got in and my sister didn't go to college so <laughs> this one's hard um maybe not really I might be jealous but I'd be impressed I somewhat for the I would somewhat. say somewhat like I'd be a bit resentful that's what I said but I'd, yeah but I'd get over it yeah I wouldn't be resentful at them though I'd be like no, yeah, yeah they uh-uh. chose them no. over me come on yeah okay <laughs> let's see when playing games with siblings, I must win at all costs, even if it means tons of rematches. I hate to lose against him or her. We'll do anything I can to win, but I'm not a sore loser, at least not all the time. <laughs> Don't care who wins. Um, must win. Must win. Why must play if you don't want to win? win. <laughs> and luckily for me, Matt is exactly the same kind of bad loser, bad winner as I am. <laughs> So we have, as adults, played shoots and ladders and sat there screaming at the tops of our lungs at each other <laughs> oh, no. and had the best time. I'm not a sore winner or loser, though. Um, but, I mean, there but is you a game win. I always win, and I'm like, oh, I've you know, it's been 13 times since I've won, and none of you guys have. Like, I'll just do that, but... I'm, Ooh, just rub salt yeah, and just a little bit <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> Um, my relationship with my sibling is sort of like, ew. Um, right. <laughs> Fire and okay, gasoline. I'm say the weather. Sometimes it's sunshine and rainbows. Other times it's like, it depends on how many vodka drinks she's had. <laughs> Mine was peanut butter and jelly. We usually get along, but sometimes. Sometimes. I said I said the Chinese finger trap. Really, was that the best that you could come know, up with? For it that? really but jumped. It, yeah, we are honestly inseparable. We're not honestly <laughs> inseparable, but we totally get along. Like we don't fight or yeah. anything. So that's the only one that didn't have fighting in it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Your sibling buys your parents an extravagant gift for Christmas. You only bought them sweaters, but nice ones. What do you do? This is hard. I don't relate to this only because my, like a long time ago, we all agreed since there's so many of us that we 
um, just give somebody money and they buy a big present for my parents because mm-hmm. oh, they don't want five presents of like shit, you know, like I'd mm-hmm. rather get a nicer thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we each paid $50. Yeah. It's really hard. I kind of have a situation that just happened with this. I would say I'm between two, like um, offer to reimburse for half or give thumbs up. So I'm I went s- with I went with give thumbs up for a great gift. Really is very generous because yeah. <laughs> like what they give my there's that doesn't have anything to do with me, right? Yeah, I'm in yeah. The, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. I did offer to reimburse just because I was thinking that's what we do, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> um, you decide to open up a business with your sibling, but within oh. a couple of oh. years, you find yourself squabbling over everything from creative differences to profits. How would you end the feud? First of all, you probably shouldn't have done that. That was maybe a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's real dicey to go into business with relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I would say maybe calling in a mediator. I like a third I... party to talk about it. I think I said buying my sibling out or having him <laughs> buy me out. Yeah. I was like, I, we just can't do but this But what anymore. if I like it? You could buy them. You know? Oh, uh, but you can't, you can't like afford to buy them out necessarily. Yeah. I guess. It's so hard because each one of these, like, do I have enough money to do that? Would it put me mm-hmm. in a tight spot? So I'm just going to say third party. Like a therapist, maybe. I was going to go for that, but then I saw by talking things out, coming to a compromise we both agree on. I think we could do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could. You and your sibling. We need a person. Oh, sorry. You and your sibling are coaching two different kids' soccer teams. You're going head to head in the finals. What would you say to your sibling right before the game? I can't remember what I said for this. Oh, good luck. Also, I'm not playing it. Who cares? Yeah. It's kids' soccer. Rude. I think I would say good luck. (laughs) We're going to destroy you. There will be no mercy. It's children. Listen, if we're playing shoots and ladders, we are going to destroy you. There will be no mercy is totally appropriate. But for Um, kids' soccer? Bridget is standing behind me, and she just pointed to the, we are going to destroy you. There will be no mercy. Um, 10. Your parents win a $2 million jackpot. They split 1 million between you and your sibling and you get the smaller chunk, 40, 60. Okay. That's fucked. These (laughs) parents are terrible because your sibling got laid off and has a lot of debt. Would you be okay with this? No, no. Yeah. Heck no. I would demand an equal share. What did you guys say? I can't remember what I I said. said. I think I said for the most part, I would be okay with it. And I don't know. I still got forty million or forty percent of two million dollars. That's like eight hundred thousand or something. That's okay. I got fifty six. My brother has children. (laughs) Yeah. Well, mm, don't sell yourself. You know, I think that I that was his life choice. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, What did you get? I got fifty six. There's a. There's a bit of sibling rivalry going on between you and your brother or sister. Sometimes firmly, sometimes it's not. That is spot on. Yeah. This test mm. is right. What did you get, Anne? <laughs> I got 34. You love each other. <laughs> you may compete in a friendly game of football or charades. No. What's a friendly but, game, of what's a game of charades? game of charades? I don't know. 
But other than that, there seems to be little to no animosity between you and your sibling. It's honestly almost sickeningly sweet how you just love and support one another. Yep. I'm yeah. This yeah was pretty nailed it. What about you, Hillary? Um, I got 50 and it was the same like recap of it. Like the there is a bit of a sibling rivalry going on mm-hmm. between you and your brother or sister. Well, and it's hard because you have four of them. Right. So it's different. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, yeah you're not going to have necessarily the same relationship with I mean, all honestly, your and sisters. They should be jealous of me. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> let's go to Hillary. I think I did answer. I, I think I did answer some of these. Go away. Go shower. Um, I think I answered some of these, and I was like, "Well, at least I don't have to share the answers." <laughs> no, <I> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Hillary chose the dirty mind test. <laughs> Got sex on the brain? <laughs> if there was a machine that could read your thoughts and say them out loud for everyone to hear, what would we uncover? Ooh. Find out if you've got a naughty one-track mind with this <laughs> test. God. And the picture here is the, a woman who's holding up in front of her, the lower part of her face, the collected poems by Emily Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Should we get started? Yes, yes please. Um, you're introduced to three new, very attractive coworkers. Would you automatically start fantasizing about having sex with at least one of them? So here's the thing: I have a terrible imagination, so <laughs> I, I don't. No, I mean, no, I'll say no. No, I wouldn't. No. no. <laughs> I mean, like looking at them and like, hey. That, that person. I mean, good. I don't like, have like, different. like, yeah, it's not like I'm like creating some, you know, like BDSM fantasy in my head or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a lot of the time I don't even notice. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, ooga, ooga, humpa, 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 <laughs> when I see people in general. <laughs> yeah, isolate that, Bobby. <laughs> um,. <laughs> But, like, I don't know. It's just not the first thing that I think about when I meet people, whether in a business or, I mean, I mean maybe if I was in a place where you were meeting people specifically for that purpose. <laughs> yeah. Of a oh, ooga, yeah, ooga, humpa, humpa. <laughs> yeah. I think also I, most of the men um, that I work with are not, um, like, attractive. So if an attractive one came about, I'd be like, oh, ooga, ooga. I mean, not Oh, like that one loud. you guys were interviewing for. Yes. Yeah, so and I'm like, oh. I'm like passing a picture around. Look at this guy. Um, I once had a sex dream about a coworker, and then I was convinced that he knew, and I like couldn't look him in the eyes for a long you time. Blush every time. You know what always happens yes. to me if I like whatever. If that happens, I like then I all sort of like develop a crush on them. But like, it's not real. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm like I see a life together with this person it's just right. like it's like when i had a sex dream about robert pattinson and i was like i've previously not like thought anything about him and now mm-hmm. i'm like hmm i yep. like you um, she likes her pasty british men <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> exactly I do. I do um would you be willing to give up one year of your life in order to fill out your ultimate sexual fantasy no I mean, give up your life. I mean, right now, honestly, my sexual fantasy is just like go to 
bed and people leave me alone and <laughs> everything's paid for. My garage works. Like <laughs> Now, the, the thing is, your sexual fantasy has very little sex in it, Christy. <laughs> no. Okay, so I'll say no. Giving up your life for anything seems weird. Yeah. Unless it's like travel around the world. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought of it as like... Would you rather have, like, this is like a line from Steel Magnolias. Like, I'd rather have, like, one minute of fantastic than a lifetime of, like, ordinary. And I was like, well, you know, if you get this one time, maybe it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a lifetime of ordinary and not risk <laughs> falling flat on my face. Um, you're shopping for a mattress with your spouse. Do you immediately think about how good the sex would be rather than sleep? No. Equal. I mean, give, it's given, equal. Given that we just did a show about sleep, mm-hmm. I'm going to say no. I love sleep, but I have thought about that. So I'm going to say yes, because it's 50-50. Okay. You're, giving, you're rounding up. Yeah. Um, you're at a friend's birthday at a pool party Ugh. when you notice his Ugh. or her uh, incredibly gorgeous. So, I thought this was going in a very different direction. So, um, gorgeous seventeen. Oh wait, seventeen. Yeah, and yep. I'm my age. Okay. Yeah. Um, gorgeous seventeen-year-old niece or nephew sunbathing. Do you fantasize? No. No. What, absolutely not. What kind of fucked up not. question is this? No. I had to think if we were in the teen test. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You see a hot kid? Do you fantasize about having sex with this minor? Yeah. No. So I don't know if you like, say oh, yes. Instantly, you should be reported. Reported. Like, is this like a secret FBI thing? Is this yeah. the science behind it? It reports immediately to the FBI. No, I was thinking like... Um, I was like, what is there? And I'm like, no, I mean, it was immediate. No, but I was like, I mean, I guess I might be like, oh my gosh, your niece is so cute or whatever. I don't even know yeah. if I would say that. Like, no. that's weird. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking weird. 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 You call your partner on the phone. He, um, just as he or she about to jump in the shower, do you mentally insert yourself into the picture? If he looks like the guy in this picture, I do. Yes. Right? Is it yeah. an outdoor shower? What looks like Channing Tatum's brother? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has the dumb look to him and the ass. Right. Okay, so this is my thing about a lot of these questions, especially as I get, you know, closer to or I'm in perimenopause or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is a week to week basis. Like there are some yeah. weeks I would say absolutely yes. Like yes, yes. There are weeks where I'm like, no, no, I just like, I go get in the shower. Like we need to like, hurry up. We got to go. We got to go. So, I mean, I said yes, because that has happened before, but not like. Mm. Okay. I'll say that too then. But mostly, like I said, I want everyone to leave me alone. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Let's see. If you were given a dollar for every time you thought of the thought of sex Cross your mind in one day. How much money would you have in your wallet? This is per day. Yeah. I mean, we're not dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Five to 20. Five That's to 20. Oh, I less than five. <laughs> you are. You are a dude. Well, she didn't. <laughs> I would need a bigger wallet. No, I said, fi- I said five to 20 because I don't have those. Yeah. I was less than five. I'm thinking about other stuff. <laughs> Mostly food. <laughs> You're like, cheese? I mean, yeah. If they said it was cheese or like dessert or pastries, yeah. like, yeah, I'd need a bigger wallet, of course. Absolutely. Um, 
you run into a friend's ex at a business convention. You remember hearing how great in bed she was. What do you do? What? Um, I mean, I have a good imagination. I'm not interested in doing anything. But yeah. I wouldn't mind speculating. Yes. that's That was mine. I wouldn't necessarily get with the guy, but I would maybe imagine it. Yeah. I mean, despite my previous statement... I don't even give him her a second thought and focus instead on trying to decide what to eat for lunch is probably not what I would think. I would probably the they need an option of call your friend immediately and gossip. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think so two of the options, there's three options and the two of them are I mentally undress him or her, mm -hmm. and I imagine the two of us getting it on in the nearest closet. I feel like those are too close. Yes. Right. Things. Yes. Yeah. I'll say don't give it a second thought. Because there's a reason they broke up. True. I'd yeah. probably be focusing on that. Is it okay to have sexual fantasies about a friend's spouse? Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the thought police. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't ask if I ever have, but yeah, you know. no. Is it okay? I'm like, I'm not morally right judging anybody. Are you able to get a massage without thinking about sex? Well, yes. Yeah. Have I ever thought about sex during a massage? Yes, as well. But that's not what this question was. I am so vain that I'm always thinking, do they think I have a good body? <laughs> or do <just> like? <laughs> <laughs> necessarily sexually attracted to me i don't really care about that but like how do i stack up compared to the other people <laughs> i mean like i'm straight and my yeah. massage therapist is a woman so like i'm not thinking about her in that context anyway yeah and i've had one massage from a dude and all i could think of was oh my god his hands are big and really hot and that and not attractive like yeah like he was giving off heat yeah <laughs> Every woman massage therapist I've ever had has had cold hands, and yes. his hands were That's like little true. mini furnaces. I wasn't thinking about having sex with him. No. Um, do you think about sex more than your career? Um, no. I. This is a weird one, too, because it's almost like you work eight hours a day. If you're thinking about sex more than your job, then, then maybe like you need to go to like Love Anonymous or Sexaholics or something, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Okay. I mean, unless you're like an escort or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, unless it is if your, it is your sex job. Is your yeah. Unless it's yeah. sex work. No. See, the only thing I was thinking about this is it was not like, do I think about sex more than my career? I was thinking more like when I'm idle, I think I'm probably thinking about sex more than oh. my career if I'm comparing those two. Th if those are the only two things I'm comparing. Cause, yeah, if you right. only, you don't get to think about uh, Danish or. Yes, yes. Exactly. If, if you're sitting on the couch and, and you're just doing, if you're playing Candy Crush on the yes. couch, mm. what's more of... likely to pop into your head? Thoughts about your job or yes. sex? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I would have put yes on that. Um, let's see. I got 35. Although your mind often meanders in the direction of sex, it's not your main preoccupation. 
Yeah, I got 30 with the same blurb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hillary? Hillary says 100%. I got 75%. All right. Let's hear okay, this uh, explanation. Uh, although your I'm mi- going to hear the whole thing, too. Okay, okay, although your mind often meanders in the direction of sex, it is not your main pre- preoccupation. What? I know. I'm like, but 75%. That's the one I got. I know. Maybe there are some days. Oh, so listen. Maybe there are just some days when you're feeling more hormonal than usual. I mean, I did say that. Or perhaps there's a certain person or situation that turns you on and conjures up dirty thoughts. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I think. Okay, so I got 30 and you got, what did you say, 70? 75. 75? And we got the same paragraph. <laughs> yeah, Weird. And I got 35. And, yeah. I need more of a narrative. So, so yeah. this is a 45 point spread <laughs> for this designation. I object. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I think totally. we could rewrite. Why don't we just all quit our jobs and become a quiz. quiz site? <laughs> I feel I would have like a number of questions before. Like, yes. are you married? Okay. Then you get a different t- type of questions. Than yeah. There's single. like a tree that you get. Yes. Yeah. But okay. that sounds like a lot more work than Queendom is ready to put into this. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to know how much they make. How yeah. much money they make from this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we got to the one Christy picked. Originally, I said, no, we're not doing any teen quizzes. And then Christy was like, but. And I said, okay, fine. We can do the Desert Island Date Test. <laughs> I think this is going to be different than I thought it was when I first. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked. So, um. I I really didn't know uh, what this was going to be until I started taking it. But so it says you're stranded on a deserted island with a celebrity. Okay, would you prefer if he was a sexy music star or someone who will fill your days with laughter? Who is your celebrity soulmate? Find out with this test. Oh my god. This is such um, a Cosmo test or like a YM test. Yeah. Yep. So I thought it would be more like, what would you have on a desert right. island or something like that? I didn't know it was going to be a celebrity. I, I somehow didn't read the word date. Because <laughs> date. Um, yeah. So I'll go through this again because I closed out my test that I took and hopefully I'll get a different answer this time. Um, <laughs> School's really bumming you out. You've got exams, papers, and a ton of homework. You could really use uh, a pep talk. I'll say a, a hug. A hug, a shoulder massage. I went for a hug, but then I decided a shoulder massage. But maybe that's because I'm 46 and my neck hurts <laughs> right. all the time. I, right? I would say I laugh said, or hug. I, I said laugh. I'm like, don't touch me. Just like make <laughs> me LOL. Okay. And if you give me a pep talk, I'm going to punch you in the face. Shut up. Yeah. Let's see. Who would you consider the perfect guy? Should I read Not a guy answers? that yeah, looks yeah, yeah. that looks directly into the sun. <laughs> right? That's the picture. <laughs> Someone who opens the doors for me and pays for dinner. Someone who tells interesting stories and is fun to talk to. Someone who asks me about my day. Someone whose kisses make me feel weak in the knees. Or my knees weak. Um, I feel like there's only two possible answers to this. Because the open doors and pays for dinner. Come on. Yeah. Um, kisses make my knees feel weak. That's fine. But is that going to get you through life on a desert island? No. 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 Uh, I said someone who tells interesting stories. Fun to yes. Talk. yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. yes. Yeah. There's no dinner on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
there's nothing more romantic than horseback riding in the country, gross, riding the Ferris wheel at night, watching the sunset, dinner in Paris. Well, I've never None been to Paris, so I'll say watching the sunset. <clears throat> I said dinner in Paris just because I want to go to Paris. Well, you've been I there, said, so yeah. you know. I said riding the Ferris wheel because I didn't like any of the others. <laughs> Oh, I like I it. We all Paris was too cliche. I, I know. Well, six, so that was romantic <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay, you gotta love a guy who kills spiders, tells jokes, isn't afraid to cry, writes poetry. Like well, one I, of these things is not like the other. No. I kind of want all but writes poetry. Yeah, writes poetry, absolutely not. Get out of here. Yeah, no, you're done. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Is it good poetry? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, if it's do you good, make but... a living doing it, okay. like, is he an actual poet or you yes? Know. So if I think about this, is going to be the guy that's on a desert island with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yep. needs to be kill spiders. Absolutely, I need someone that 100%. kills anything. That one hundred percent. No way, man. I went for emotional health. Isn't afraid to cry. <laughs> We're going to be out there on the desert island. I need somebody who can be real with me. Except for then there's the they cry a little too much. And then you're like, exactly. okay, that's where I went. Like, uh, okay, we're in the same situation. And then he's trying to one up. You're like, but I feel worse than you. And no, oh, no. <laughs> let's not go tit for tat on this one. Right. Um, What would the best birthday gift from a boyfriend be a cell phone two tickets to see my favorite band a puppy a promise ring no and no i mean if he gets me a puppy and we have not extensively (laughs) talked about it beforehand i need to know like do i not have a cell phone like that kind of if we're thinking boyfriend and a teen um then i'm like a cell phone feels a little creepy like almost like you have this phone and you yeah i'm tracking you so then i'd say two tickets to see my favorite band yeah that was the only option that i thought wasn't objectionable i mean a promise ring like i kind of like you but not that much (laughs) yeah you can tell this is a teen that gives teen vibes for sure okay seeing as how you'll be stuck on a deserted island you'd love love it if your dessert desert date brought a first aid kit with some matches some comic books a game of twister a warm blanket and your favorite sweater champagne and music i mean the only answer is first aid kit right yes obviously. yes okay yeah. obviously yeah i mean of course i'm Unless lured it's... in by champagne but then i was like no you need to fire <laughs> yeah yeah but the problem is these are both finite resources yes. because right. the champagne's gonna run out and the batteries are gonna go dead on whatever music player yep. so yep. yeah at least you could play Twister a bunch of times. Right. Um, let's see. Who'd you get? Oh, I did get a different one this time. I oh. talked myself into it. Okay, so I got Ashton Kutcher, Jake Gyllenhaal, or Will Smith. That's what I got. You did? Okay. Yes. And Anne, what did you get? But I don't like two of the three of these. I got oh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Andy Samberg or Trevor Noah? Okay, I'll take Trevor Noah. Right. That's the one I originally got. <laughs> You're like, and I was oh. the only one of these. Andy would be funny. Yeah, I like Andy Samberg fine. I have like, yeah, but I am not attracted to him anyway. What? No. 
And Chris Pratt is just a doofus. Oh, yeah, he's a religious no. doofus. Yeah, yeah. A weird religion doofus. Yep. And he's no, like, can't do it. Oh, you know he's going to like run for something. He's like, I'm a Kennedy. I'm going to run for something <sighs> now. I, I think I would be like, where's your Jesus now, dude? We're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trevor uh, Noah, I can get down with. Okay, oh, yeah. I just want to listen to him talk. No. Should that we? Is, so, for question of the week, should we say what celebrity would you want to be stuck on a yes d- desert like island? It. Yes, <laughs> that's good. And then we'll steal it for when we start our quiz. Website. And this has to be romantic. You yes. can't be like because yeah. I would, you know, Neil yeah. deGrasse Tyson. I would like to discuss the <laughs> mysteries of the universe. No, no. no. Who do you want We're to talking bone? To, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. You put it so succinctly. Who do you want to bone on a desert island? <laughs> to bone on a desert island. Typing it in. Please put that on Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to. Hi, Dad. Um, <laughs> those are fun. I mean, they're very silly, but I like that they are quick and to the point. But yes, yep. we need to we need to have some a little bit of a better. I feel and like, like it, we said they're not completely random like the BuzzFeed quizzes. Yes, yeah, it's like oh, you're Alf, and it's like wait, what? What, what did I take? <laughs> but Who I just wrote said this? my favorite color was blue. How did that give you to Alf? Uh, all right, yes. Question of the week: What celebrity would you want to be stuck on an island with? Who do you want to bone on a desert island? Parenthetically. <laughs> I'll think of a better way to phrase it. <laughs> um, all right. That was fun. All right. Should we move on to Tishi Recommends? Yes. Mm-hmm. All what right. are you recommending, ladies? All right. I just finished a book that I think I mentioned last week. It's called Truly Madly. It's the story of... Um, it's not the story. It's the... Yeah. Of Vivian Lee and Laurence Olivier and, and the romance of the century. Um, I don't know where or why it was recommended to me, but it was uh, really interesting. I um, Okay, so a couple of months ago, I tried to rewatch um, Gone with the Wind because it was like on HBO Max. And I was like, I used to like this movie. I, wanna, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's watching it in like 1995 is one thing. Watching it in 2022 or 2023 is a whole other thing. You're just like, Wow, this is, I had to turn it off. It was hard to watch. I mean, it's beautiful and she's beautiful and she's very charismatic and fun to watch. And I I get it, why she became such a thing. But wow, that's a tough movie. The valorization of the South during that time is just really gross. But anyway, this, this book and telling their stories of them becoming famous and then they had an affair getting together. And then she, um, this, she was, I, you're sad for her at the end because she really like she had I mean, as they called it severe manic depression and they just really didn't know how to help her. They didn't really have the medication besides, you know, heavy, heavy sedatives and, and you know, giving weird treatments. Um, so it was them. Electroshock sort of, therapy yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. And she was pretty young when she died. She was only like 57, you know, and she heavily medicated herself with alcohol, as kind of everybody did at that time. But um, the the funniest thing about this, and I don't know why I was listening to it, and every time it caught me off guard, I've always thought of Laurence Olivier as like, he's, you know, like Sir Laurence Olivier. It's sort of this, you know, he is the, the actor. He's like what every actor aims to be, especially a Shakespearean actor. Well, Turns out, first of all, he she was sort of from a nicer family. He was kind of more from a Midlands kind of 
lower class family and everybody called him Larry which just really changes the whole thing it just is Lawrence Olivier and Larry Olivier it just is it's a whole yeah. other person but anyway it was yeah truly it's Larry Oliver <laughs> I know exactly. hey Larry get over here um anyway really enjoyed it truly madly Christy um mine is a show that's on Hulu called Wu-Tang American Saga it, this apparently started in 2019. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I don't know if it was on somewhere else and then it um, oh, came got to rehomed. Or I watched something that the algorithm decided I needed to watch this. I am obsessed with it. And I knew nothing about Wu-Tang. I knew their like, symbol. I knew that they were East Coast. And that is it. I knew the different people i didn't know that they were actually part of the band i mean i like felt i feel so really stupid about like how much i didn't know but it's it's really great it's from from the their beginning i didn't know they were from stanton island either um which is another reason to go there i guess because now they yeah. have wu-tang street <laughs> um so it is actually um created by the rizza and he and then met the man's uh, on there as a executive producer too it's one of those shows hillary that you um you like like me where you pull up wikipedia and you're just like constantly looking or that's a very distinct voice and then i try to find like youtube videos of the real person like talking so i can see oh are they putting on a voice um it's really really good highly recommend and it's in its last season now um it, it comes out i think every tuesday or something cool I confessed, I th- I think all my knowledge of Wu-Tang comes from TBTL, so <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I should I, probably I don't, watch this. I don't have a ton either. Yes. Yeah. Let's educate ourselves. All right. Get involved, y'all. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Join the Facebook group. It is really fun. Um, the show Twitter is at JKLOL. We hate you, Elon Musk. And actually, I saw something from Elon today. Um, Hakeem Jeffries posted something. that w- w- I don't even remember what he posted. It was something about, like, Democrats are doing this and Republicans are doing this. And... Elon Musk just replied, that's what she said. And it was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> and every- oh, no, honey. When you've got M- Michael Scott level. I know. Back, so oh. stupid. Like, that's <laughs> not even funny anymore. And somebody commented on that. It was like, because somebody said, oh, what, man? And somebody was like, oh, you know, from, you know, the leading <laughs> comedian, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> And the only reason it was funny on The Office was because it wasn't funny. Right. Because it was so cringy when he said it. Yes. No, it's so embarrassing. Anyway, yeah, don't. I don't know why. I don't post anything Oof. there, but I'll I'll peruse and it's like, oh, you're embarrassing. Um, okay. Email us, uh, like and did, tshishow at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo, like and did. Uh, fax, Bobby, your butt, or your quiz at 617-354-8513. The AOL keyword is still T-She. Uh, thanks for joining us, y'all. And that was just about everything except when we create our own quiz and we come back with it. <laughs> and we're brilliant. Play! Stop. Sorry. That was that was a little Bridget cameo. I like it. <laughs> Bridget, take over. <laughs> God. Got to get her taking some of those teen quizzes. I know, maybe I yeah. will. Except I don't, I don't, I don't want her to get some things in her head. Right. Do you like <laughs> it when a boy does this? And it's like, no, you don't like any boys. 
Right. <laughs> not in a like, dumb. not in like a Puritan way, but just in like, boys are dumb. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Dealing mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Wait until they're 30. Smoking Joe Fraser, the hell raiser, raising hell with the flavor. Terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan. Swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man. So all uh, tick tock and keep ticking. Well, I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking. The Lone Ranger, co-ed, danger. Deep in the dark with the art to rip the charts apart. The vandal, too hot to handle your battle. You're saying goodbye like Devin Campbell. Rock neck, Inspector Dex on the set. The rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal. The way I make the crowd go wild. Sit back, relax. Smile. Ray got it going on, pal. Call me the rap assassinator. Rhymes rugged and built like Schwarzenegger. And I'ma get mad deep like a threat. Blow up your project, then take all your assets. Cause I came to shake the frame in half with the thoughts that bomb. Like man, so if you wanna try to flip, yo, flip on the next man. Cause I'll grab the clip and hit you with 16 shots and more I got. Going to war with the melting pot. It's the method man for short, Mr. Map. Move it on your left. Ah. And set it off, get it off, let it off like a gat. I wanna break food, cop me back. Small change, they putting shame in the game. I take game and blow the out the frame. And like bang, my style live forever. Crossing over like they don't know no better. But I do. True, can I get a suit? Enough respect due to the one six ooh. I mean, oh, yo, check out the phone like the Hudson or PCP when I'm dusting. So because I'm hot like sauce. The smoke from the lyrical blood make me uh, what crap my nut gets cool? Ah, here comes my shallot style. True B A B B Y U to my crew with the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on, baby, baby, come on. You best to check your neck. First things first, man. You f with the worst. I'll be sticking pins in your head like a nurse. I'll attack any who's slacking this map. Come fully packed with the fat bucket stack. Shame on you when you step through. Two, the old dirty bastard, straight from the Brooklyn Zoo. And I'll be damned if I let any man come to my center. You enter the winter, straight up and down that shit. That cam, you can't slam. Don't let me get fooled on the man. The old dirty bastard is dirty and stinking. They saw you nigga rolling with the knife of the creeps. We rolling with the stairs. Ain't saying gas, wipe my style. I'll bite your so book me. Not long is how long that this rhyme took me. Ejected styles from my lethal weapon. My pen that rocks from here to Oregon. Here's more again. Catch it like a psycho flashback. I love gats. Rat was a gun. You wouldn't bust back. I come with shit, all types of shapes and sounds. And wherever I lounge is my stomping grounds. I give an order to my peeps across the water to go and snatch up props all around the border and get far like a shooting star. Pursue our all is living the life of Pablo Escobar. Point blank as I kick the square bits. It's 10 o'clock, hope we the f to see that. Feeling mad hostile, ran out postal. Going like Christ when I speak the gospel. Soul with the holy roll, then attack the globe with the buckets. Style the ruckus. 10 times 10 men committing mad sin. Turn the other chicken, I'll break your f chin. Slain boom bangs like African drugs. Coming around the mountain when I come. Crazy flamboyant for the rap enjoyment. My clan increased like black unemployment. Yeah, another one there. Took a genius. Take us the f out of here. The woo is too slamming for these coke killer labels. So ain't happy. 
since I seen Aunt Mabel. Be doing all the sin like Cain did Abel. Now they money's getting stuck to the gum under the table. That's what you get when you misuse what I invent. Your empire falls and you lose every cent. But trying to blow up a scrub. Now that thought is just as bright as a 20 watt light bulb. Should have pumped it when I rocked it. So stingy, they got short arms and deep pockets. This goes on in some companies with majors that scared to death to pump these. First of all, who's your A&R? A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar. But he don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a suit and tie rap that's cleaner than a bar soap. And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. The best protect your neck. The best protect your neck. The best protect your neck. The best protect your neck.